Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the podcast where we normally interview bands with rad music and stuff, but we also have some opinions on music, and on thoughts. songs, on thoughts. Uh, also, just it's been a wild month. So this episode is just us going through uh, some Fall Out Boy tier list feelings and thoughts. Uh, we did this a couple, well, a week ago, I guess, week and a half ago. Week and yeah, yeah, whenever it was. But we 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 recorded this because we were at Riot Fest this past weekend, and it's been a real time, man. You know, <laughs> body is willing, but the or the the mind is willing, but the body is just fucking dying. No, it's if tough. if both if both can be willing, you can overcome. Yeah, one hundred percent. We have we have struggled. We have brought you this this episode. Uh, so we go through a tier list of fallout boy records and we rate them. There is a good hearted argument, good hearted yeah, back and is. forth. Uh, obviously this is very much in good fun. Our chat kind of got a little like what's happening. Uh, and it's yeah. like nothing. Wait, there was a lot of yelling, but listen over the weekend, Brian aggressively hugged me. So we're more than fine. <laughs> we brought. Okay, since this is the first episode that we're going to be posting since Riot Fest, we, like, had a lot of people from the streams and from our, our, our Twitch chat, like, in person with us. Yeah. And I was like, dude, we did it. Like, we, I felt really cool about it. Like, we have, whether it's a small community or not, it is a strong community. And I really like that. Like, we feel really close to these people. We've been talking to them for, like, a year and a half now, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. So, like, it just feels very nice to, like, meet people in person, hang in person, have a good time. Um, so, you know, I'm just congratulating Lizzie for a job well done. <laughs> well, and it was really nice, too, because a couple people came up. I don't want to, like, name drop people or anything, but they, they were you know really appreciative are. of us continuing to do, like, the live streams and, mm -hmm. like, continuing on with everything, even though we're, like somewhat halfway outside into the real world but not fully because we're still in the middle of a panini and everything mm -hmm. they were really appreciative and love that you know we've all been able to connect together in a community and you know just be one big chaotic bundle of people <laughs> in, in different areas and it's that was like really nice to hear i almost started yeah. crying a little bit i was like yeah. oh i love this been a rough year so like having people in person and and getting to know like that y'all appreciate this stuff feels good also i hope y'all listen to this in this episode like it'd be like real <laughs> real shit if you're like i'll oh, skip that episode it's like no we said no, the wrong no things about you assholes it's yeah okay. uh but before we get into the episode uh if you're enjoying this make sure that you like comment subscribe Check out the video on YouTube. There is a video version, a video uh, uh, addendum to this. Of us yelling. Uh, of us yelling at each other. So you can see our faces. You can see the tier list. You can see us working through it. You can see the chat. So if you want to go over to uh, youtube.com slash emo social club, you can find it there. Uh, that will be posted same time as this episode. So it's up now. Uh, you can also rate us on Apple Podcasts. We love a five star. We, we are big fans of those five star reviews. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't Big even, need, again, you don't even need to type in anything. You can just say good and put five stars and that's it. People take yep. it. That's it. You can also drop us a note on the bird app, twitter.com. Uh, X emo social club X is where you find us there. You also find us at the same on TikTok. You go to Instagram. We are at emo social club. 
I guess Facebook also exists. Yeah, and uh, you can also join us in our Discord where we uh, were talking a lot about Riot Fest and talking about like all the stuff we got coming up and all the stuff we're doing and in not only Chicago, but every city that, you know, we have some friends in. So you can always join us over there. Emosocial.club slash discord is how you find that. Uh, it's a good community. We, we, you know, that's where we kind of all like communicated to come together like that. So it's yeah, real we, chill, real fun. We have like entire like show planning tabs and everything. So like mm -hmm. when Riot Fest happened, we all were like, where's everybody? This is where we're going to hang out. This is where we're going afterwards. Like, what is everybody doing? And I'm pretty sure going forward with like either any other fests or any like big show that everybody's at, we'll still try to coordinate, especially we have a lot of friends who are either like regional Midwest or are willing to travel. So we all hang Hopefully out. Hopefully we'll be traveling soon as well. So yeah. you can keep out for, you could keep a lookout for events in your area. Hot local emos in your area. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's it. Let's go ahead. Let's get into it. Here is our ratings of Fall Out Boy's albums. Our next tier list. Fall Out Boy albums. Fall Out Boy's albums tier list. Uh-oh. <laughs> now you'll notice that Masterpiece Art enjoyable not their best and the last one is are you smelling that shit <laughs> oh my god Lindsay, this could cause some fireworks maybe uh, perhaps all right you need eps yeah i know yeah i can't like <laughs> i'm alert for save rock and roll better be in the top ones mm. Mm. also i'm i'm grabbing a paloma so that i can feel Oh, okay. Also, everyone, I'm no not, I don't have a science infection. Don't I don't have COVID. I just have a science <laughs> infection. And the student's working. No so. takesy-backsies. Brian, didn't you say you could be bribed? Oh, I can be bribed. I can be bribed. I was going to say, like, uh, guns out, funds out. <laughs> but I was like, that's hard to say. It's like, if I'm not wearing sleeves, tip me. Uh, okay. Fall Out Boy, albums, tier list. Let's get contentious. Let's just start off with... Uh, Brian, go in, let's go in album do, order. Do you have the tier maker listing of it, or is it just on your end? Oh, am I sharing it with you? No, rude. Oh, sorry. No, it's sharing window, not um, wow. monitor. Hold on. You relax, please. Guys, you already can take Brian for, you for relax, what his opinions please. are. I can't. You can absolutely relax. No. All right. You can see now. There I we hope. go. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Let's go. We're we'll do it in order. Um, I believe this is all of them. Seven. This is correct. Yeah, but Not you don't have EPs you with your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. including. Yeah. Main or, major top. Uh, you know. You know full-on yeah. record releases right yes seven studio releases there we go okay so we all have agreed that it's lps no eps just the top seven records let's go in timeline order take this to your grave i feel like it's pretty s here solely because it's my um comfort album 
as chaotic as that is, if I listen to anything else, I cannot come down for the most part. I do not think that there is a bad song on that record. No, absolutely not. Banger straight through. Yeah, I do not think that there is one bad song on that record. And that's 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 something that I will be considering when we come to the other records, right? Like (laughs) other records, I will be like, if there's a bad song, it's not S tier. And we don't need top four in this. There's only seven. So, <laughs> you know, we, okay. we, don't, we don't need to have like a top four. So. Could you imagine? <laughs> God, it's there are seven records. <laughs> All right. We both agree. I think that that is like 100% uh, their best record, period. Uh, yes. Though I do love Infinity on High, but we'll get there. We'll get there, Brian. Here at the Emo Social Club, we typically listen to the bops we grew up with, yet there's new music out there that you haven't even heard of. Let's get DIY here with Ontario alt-rock band Headglow. Signed to Shock Goth Records, the band's self-titled LP is out now for you to listen to. The band features similar sounds to mid-2010s emo and indie rock like Tiger Jaw, Manchester Orchestra, and Jimmy Eat World, with themes of self-improvement, adulting, ideologies, and more. Headglow's songs resonate with a lot of us. Make sure to listen to their self-titled LP out now via Bandcamp and Spotify, and give them a follow on Twitter and Insta at HeadglowON. From Under the Cork Tree. What are your thoughts? Uh, I've got a dark alley is not a great song. Um, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, not a great song. So that's oh. that's two songs on the record that I don't like. That's why I we put got it a in. big old wrong by Ratatouille in the I chat. Know. That's why I put it in art here. I have to say, at least like secondary tier because of like the singles that did come off of it and because of the generalized success of it Mm. like i think it is it's one of their top four records (laughs) but wow i don't i don't i don't think it's as good as take this to your grave um i think that there are certain songs on that record that are better than some songs on take this to your grave but I also think there are some songs that are worse than Take This to Your Grave. This is a massive oh, hot take. <laughs> yeah, Busy Living is unlistenable. It's not a it's not a fun song. Wow. Okay. It's not fun. It's not fun. Considering all the other songs on that record, like like that's that record is just hit after hit after hit after hit. I've got a dark alley. And then hit after hit after hit. Dugan's only requesting these songs you don't want now. Only request that song now. Fine. Uh, I love Fall Out Boy and this is correct. Yeah, I'm saying. Music or the Misery is it a better yeah. song it, than Dark Alley and uh, and Get Busy. Interesting. Also, Sean Paul's Get Busy is better than... Oh my God! Sean Paul's "Get Busy" is one of the like top. Sean 10 Paul songs has of all other time. songs other than "Temperature." Yeah, that boy okay. not answering that question. 
Only I, only full length EPs. I think evening out with your GF is top tier. That's just me. Everyone's going to say tier. that, which is, you know, full length EPs, full length LPs. Reddit has canceled you. Reddit can come Bim to my went house. directly to Reddit and said, hey, look at this fuck on here. Infinity on high. Best opener on a Fall Out Boy record. Absolutely. Period. It was on my graduation cap. Best one. Uh, I think This Ain't a Scene is a good song. It's not stronger than anything on uh, From Under the Cork Tree. Therefore, right. you know, by the transitive property. I think Hum Hallelujah and Fame over Infamy because that's yeah. my favorite song yeah. from Infinity on High. Exactly. Um, yeah, absolutely. Those are bangers. Now, are either of those singles? No. Should they have been? Absolutely. Yep. I think everything the else. Box. There was one. What was the one song? It was later on. It's like, I'm a stitch away from making it. I had yeah, it, honestly. Party. I absolutely hate the intro of it it's taken me up until maybe three years ago to actually listen to that song in full because i hate that intro wow like the the like like the instrumental i don't care about the the lyrics are great the instrumental part of it i could not stand it and i don't know why i was like this sounds terrible this sounds boring i don't like it <laughs> dark alley is better than afterlife of the party absolutely not that is just straight up no, not the, true dugan is correct where it builds in afterlife of the party is so fucking good that's the thing uh, is that like I hear the build I'm like now it hits but it hits too late for me and then yeah. when it still plays out it's still that like it reminds me of like clockwork like the internals of clockwork of like clocks moving mm. and I don't know why like I just don't like it I don't like it where would you rate it I would say under from under the cork tree which I know is a generalized like because I talked to a lot of my friends that I went to like undergrad with and they say infinity on high is like top tier, but they haven't listened to tickets to your grave. So I can't oh, take anything. They, yeah, I can't take anything that they ever say into a account or sincerity because they haven't listened to it or they like, I don't like the screaming. Well, that's, that's a part of it. What the fuck? I've never been oh, a huge. Thank you for the follow. Yes. Thank you. I've never been a huge infinity on high fan intro Ooh. intro bangs. But for me to rate them personally, I would put Infinity kind of lower in tier for myself because gotcha. I never really heavily like felt it as much like more recently a little bit, but otherwise not too much emotionally. Infinity on high was the first record where I was like, oh, I like Fall Out Boy now. Like I didn't listen to Take This to Your Grave. Right. I wasn't it's, I wasn't really into like pop the, punk. So it's the mainstream way into pop punk is the way I see it. Because more, it was the biggest thing. Yeah, and it's more theatrical and I was into my Kevin Panic. And then you create right. like a more theatrical record and then I'm in. So it is more of a theatrical record. It's more um like like synthesized instruments, not synthesizers, but like strings no, and but pianos yeah. and all that shit. So like there was more on it that wasn't just just the band playing pop punk songs. That got me into it. Now I prefer the old pop punk shit. Um, right. But I do think Infinity like holds a strong place for me. I do think that songs like Thanks for the Memories is excellent. I think um, Thriller. Uh, oh, shit, what's the second song? The video where they're like. Uh, Carpal the Tunnel? No, that's the. 
Happy Tree Friends one. Oh yeah. The I don't remember the song order. Let's see. Second song on the record. That takes over, breaks over. Take over, breaks over. That that song is excellent. That song is fantastic. Uh, the Saint of Scene is fine. I I agree with Dugan. Uh, they just got off from under the cork tree, and the first signal single is Arm Race. It's it is less. Yes, Arms Race it's is main, less than mainstream. Yeah. This is where I feel that they started to make that pivot where they wanted to be that household name. And it worked, mm-hmm. obviously. But that's if they didn't break up, I don't think Folia Do would have been what it is mm-hmm. or even came into full inception. I think we would have jumped straight to save rock and roll. Yep. There would have been no in between if they didn't break up. Because Infinity on High was the album that made them that household name that got them on a lot more mainstream radio play. Mm-hmm. Because of the singles that were on there. But that also makes it so easy for so... I mean, if you want to go in this way, be like, everybody else listens to it. This is what made it everybody else become some type of Fall Out Boy fan, whether that's good or bad, however we perceive it. Dugan, what you just wrote is one of the most esoteric things that I completely (laughs) understand. (laughs) It's like... Oh my god! Like you could say that to so many people, and they'd be like, "They would not get it." They'd what be like, language what is this? <laughs> what language we is that? We get it though. We get it. Though. <laughs> uh, I would put it in art tier, under yeah, from under the cork tree. But I might be ready to change this after we do Foley, which is next. Yeah. So Foley thoughts on Foley? S-tier. S-tier. It, it's so fucking good. S-tier. It's so fucking good. If you disagree, you're incorrect and you need to leave my fucking Christian Minecraft stream right now. It's so fucking good. The songs on that record are excellent. I do think that they're Ratatouille says no skips. I do think there are yeah. songs that are lesser. Uh, but I do think that like the strong songs on that one are so fucking strong. I like I don't think the singles on that record are as good as a bunch I mean, of other songs opener, on the record. Disloyal Order. Yeah, Disloyal Order is so oh good. Oh my god! Like, put that as out as a single. Put the one. Um, Please, when they uh, open with that at Wrigley Field, king yeah. shit, yeah, king, king shit. shit. I I do think the singles on that record are the weakest of the singles on any record. Yeah, because for Donnie, what a catch. catch. Don, well, they picked that, but it was a slower song. So when people yeah. heard it, they're like, this isn't Fall Out Boy that I know. Yeah. I I do. I like that song. It's just not, you know, like coming in again is like, I want the more like theatrical pop, you know, top of the charts Fall Out Boy, MTV Fall Out Boy, right? Like that's what I wanted at the time. Yeah. So to if me, you're looking at marketability in the way, obviously, is Brian as somebody who got on into that Fall Out Boy movement with Infinity on High into the mainstream. You want to say, because What a Catch had so many guest vocal collabs mm-hmm. that to be a part of the Fall Out Boy cinematic universe, <laughs> you had to put everybody in there, which then in turn would get more of these kids into these other bands, which feels more money yep. into that record label and the cadence and into the Fall Out Boy and everything like that. That's probably why they didn't do something else yeah. with any of the other ones, because they didn't have those backings on it. Yeah, I'm going at this tier. It, it, yeah. I think you're right. Foley is just so fucking good. It's it so it good. really just is. I could listen to that record any day and just feel good, feel like, yeah. <laughs> Mandy, 
I love you guys. My First of all, feel free to hurt our feelings. We have a show called Spicy Takes for a reason. Second of all, uh, I totally get it. I, f- I feel like Folio Do is very much like um, pretty odd for Panic, where it's like they took a chance. And it was around the same time, too, because it was like 2004 or five or so. Oh, I sorry, uh, think, 2008, 9, I mean. Yeah, I feel like you can apply the same logic. If Pretty yeah. Odd didn't happen for Panic, they would have jumped. Yeah. They would have just jumped into the next thing. Yeah. Things would have been more accelerated for both bands, and it could have been good or bad, depending on the time and what everyone was feeling. All they do is also a terrible cover, but also the last good cover. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a cute cover. It's, I hear nothing else. It doesn't else. make any sense. It looks like That's a Kanye shit. I see I don't care I don't care it doesn't feel that strong to me. America's Sweethearts doesn't feel that strong to me. There are There's so many other songs slower. on that record that are yeah. very strong. I don't care it sounds like a a Miss Murder uh ripoff to me. And I mean I love AFI, one of my favorite bands of all time, but yeah. It's it's hard for me not to hear that and be like this is this is just Miss Murder or a Muse song or something like that. Oh god, don't get that low. Damn. Bim says, I don't care fully slaps, but it's just shy of fucking. <laughs> let's hear it for America's tear hearts. Okay, let's move on. Um, Good job, everyone. We agree S tier. So it's in it's yes. in masterpiece. Uh, all right. We are now into post hiatus. This is when it will get the most contentious. Yes. Fallout Boy. Save rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it just a really important. Oh, I was leaving. It was just a very important. It was a very. Uh, uh, it was a very important record. That's worse than buffalo sauce. Yeah. What? I don't like buffalo sauce. I'm sorry. That's a hot take. <laughs> Do another one. Do another. Hey Club, our new episode of Spicy Takes with our besties Action Adventure is out now on our YouTube channel. We're excited to say that for this series, Chicago-based Sud Sayer Hot Sauce is our sponsor. In this episode, we feature Action Adventure's Poser Poison Hot Sauce, which includes hints of Mexican chocolate and scorpion pepper. It's sold out online, but snag a ticket to see them IRL to get a bottle of your own purple sauce. You can also obsessively refresh SuitsayerHotSauce.com until it comes back in stock on their site. While you're there, scoop up some other spicy sauces. Our next guests will include friends like Rematch, OK Cool, and more to be announced. So make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube too at youtube.com slash emo social club. Thanks again to our friends at Soothsayer Hot Sauce. You have Elton John on the fucking record. It's S here. Ratboy agrees with me. Um, Ratatouille, why did you hurt me like this with a D? Ratatat is one of the worst songs they've done. One of the worst songs. No, is um, it because of Courtney Love? Because yes, no, it's because the song is bad. It has nothing oh. to do with Courtney Love being on it. Uh, where did the party go? Absolute banger, fucking banger. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it for me. Uh, Save Rock and Roll is a good song as well. I agree with you on that with Elton John feature and all that. Yes. Um, that's it. That's that's where I'm at. Like I, you I can like name Mighty two songs. Fall? Mighty Fall. Uh, you know what? I was okay with it until the Big Sean feature, and then I was like, I don't fucking care. Hmm. Interesting. Well, they this is when they became the Stadium Rock, which yeah. made them more popular again. I mean, Phoenix bangs. Can't deny that bangs. Century uh, bangs. No. Century. Why don't you? One, is it? 
Wait, centuries? It, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I thought centuries was on American Beauty. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. No. I even listen to Ratatat. Ratatat is on my workout playlist. It's on my cardio. <laughs> Your attitude is on my side. I this song has a bunch of skips for me. Like hate it. A bunch of skips. Centuries is American Beauty, American Psycho. Maybe I did fuck up. Maybe yeah, I did I'm fuck up. I'm pretty sure Centuries is next record. Anyway, wow, Lizzie, hits. fake Fall Boy fan, Lizzie. Listen, fake post hiatus fan over here. <laughs> Mania apologist Lizzie getting it wrong. Death Valley. Oh yeah, a good also song, but too. Death Valley fucking hits. The fact too is that they expanded the Fall Boy cinematic universe with Youngblood Chronicles throughout this entire fucking album. Oh, songs. You know, I, my songs now. Great song too. Yeah, I like I like my songs now. Um, yes. See. The best. The Death Valley slaps. Where do the party go? Fucks. Correct. I would put it in enjoyable. I can't. I can't. <sighs> Why are you doing this? It's ours. Dude, it's it's not as good. It's just not. Alone, Alone together, together is not that yeah. good. Alone that young, Alone Together should have been better. Young, young volcanoes. volcanoes. The fuck, dude. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Everything, everything on Infinity on High is better than than those two songs you just mentioned. Bye. No, that's <laughs> incorrect. Vim's got to get out of here. <laughs> no, no. We named all the good songs fun? on the record. Why do we you hate all... innovation? Why do you hate innovation, Mister Peterwitz? Hate... Put okay. blood, blood, and tears into all those Young Blood Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. The videos are fine. I know I have no problem with watching music videos, but like but the, the record music's in there. The music brings it with what we just said about <laughs> Infinity on High. We said there were like what two songs that we weren't really fans of. We said like, oh, Golden isn't that strong because it's like the ballad, much like uh, Dark Alley is. And then you've got uh, some people that were mad about Afterlife of the Party. Uh, yeah. Like, like, are you gonna tell me that there are not like a bunch of bad songs on Safe Rock and Roll that not get low? There isn't. There isn't. I don't know what to tell you. There's no bad songs on Safe Rock and Roll. There's none. I look. I'm gonna tell you. I've never listened to American Beauty, American Psycho, but it's not going above Safe Rock and Roll. I can tell you that. I'm fine putting safe rock and roll in art, but like American Beauty, American Psycho and Mania are about to like really struggle. <laughs> I want you to understand this. I want you to understand that like the next two records are going to struggle. Like legitimately, uh, safe rock and roll made me go. I don't need to hear any more fallout boy anymore. Like that's, 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 that's how it made for me you. feel. I'm sorry that you don't like innovation. I've heard that's songs from it you again, problem. again, innovation. Uh, <laughs> let me explain the idea about innovation. That innovation. means that you are trying. That does not mean that you I are think successful. They, were. they tried to become household stadium names and they yeah. did look at them. I'm and so they proud did. of them. You know who else did, but wrote good songs. Panic at the disco. Panic of the Disco wrote good songs. But and now they're not even a full band. Guess who's still a full fucking fuck, band? Who, who, the fuck cares? who the fuck cares about that? You know who the band is? You know what the band is? Panic of the Disco. You say the name. 
It's the band. Oh, but you and guess know. what? Yeah. Oh, we invited so these people to be in the band. You say oh. Fall Out Boy, Fall Out Boy's fucking Mr. Patrick Stubb, Mr. Peter fucking Wentz, Mr. Andrew fucking Hurley, and Mr. Andy Thorman. I know, Joe Thorman. You got me mad now. That is what it is. They are a whole ass band. Brendan here is just panning at the disco. So many people have said so many times over and over and over again. Why doesn't he just call himself Brendan Eary then? Ryan Ross ain't in it. Spencer, whatever the fuck his name is, isn't in it anymore. It is not one whole conducive band. If anything, it's like all these newer artists who are coming out now and saying, this is my stage name slash my project name. It's a project. It's not a band. If you want to talk about the, out, the outer limits and what falls in between, that's what it is. Therefore, you cannot compare the two. Now back to save rock and roll, and it's our tier. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you took me back to my debate days. How did it go? For all apparently. Of you? What's uh, my score? <laughs> side note: Again, a band or an artist can be called whatever they want, and also he's been writing. matter. He also writes with a bunch of producers who aren't a part of the band, as I'm sure Fall Out Boy does, because they've sampled a bunch of shit. And uh, Brandon Yuri has invited the other members of the band to be a part of the writing process, which means somebody like Dallin, who wrote on records after Spencer left, especially uh, uh, Too Weird to Live. Like, so the band was writing, the band contributed to making music. There you go. But as a whole, Brandon Yuri is not the band depending on the disco yeah, he is the one correct. singular i think person. that everybody just sees that and they say yeah it's just brennan yuri but that's marketing that's advertising that's that's promo but you see the you see the videos and everybody's in it <laughs> novocaine slaps okay yeah, novocaine is fucking banger okay lizzie where would you put american beauty american psycho i put them here because i was i was doing it while I you was were about yelling to say, Damn. it's only when you were yelling it's Thank only because you. you were yelling no that was arguing that's not yelling that's arguing it's only because you were loudly arguing with me yeah <laughs> about something that i have really not strong opinions absolutely on. never get into an actual argument oh, with I've, me I've, i am just letting everybody know i fully pulled like i was like i don't care about this enough <laughs> I, I removed myself. I disassociated it. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting Mike from rematch. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, okay. The two songs I know from this from this record, American Beauty, American Psycho, are Centuries. Yes. Banger. Boring as fuck. Wow. Uma Thurman. Banger. Monster, the Munster sample. Fucking weird. Fucking dumb. What's wrong with you? Uh, I I I legitimately <laughs> think that it is stupid. I'm and I that is a terrible take. I'm I think it's stupid. I legitimately do. Is good. I like Irresistible. I did not like this. Is after the fact. I didn't like the Demi feature at Irresistible. It just doesn't do anything for me. It takes away from it, which is bad. I feel like every time Demi Lovato has done a feature on like any pop punk <laughs> album, it's done absolutely fucking nothing for me. But Jackpot Blues does hit. Novocaine's a fucking goddamn banger of a song. Twin Skeletons, fucking underrated bang. It's the last song. It just hits different. It just you played, hits different. You played Twin Skeletons. I'm fine with that one. Immortals, I will say Immortals doesn't hit as much for me anymore. And I think it's just because of the radio play that I had. You gotta watch like, Big Hero I 6 listen... just to get back into it. Yeah. Big I Hero mean, 6 every... is a great movie. Oh, it's so fucking good. 
It is so oh, fucking good. Baymax. I tried to meet uh, Baymax when I was at Disney World, and his line was too long. I was very upset. Interesting. Yeah. It's upsetting. Like, the the title you... track, though, American Beauty, American Psycho, hits. It gives me big, like, what that they don't have a music video for American Beauty, American Psycho. But what I imagine is, like, a, like, very chaotic, obviously, like, mix of Youngblood and, like, 16 Candles throwdown, but, like, 1950s themed. And, like, I just had that image in my head because it's just such, like, a good song. And it's, like, this, like, back and forth. It's just, like, really good. I mean, probably chaotic good, but, like, really good energy. <laughs> and it stands alone. That could have been a single. Guys, I will listen to American Beauty, American Psycho, because I've never listened to it all the way through. I know the singles that I talked about, and I did not like them. Uh, yeah, three music videos. Yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. Low. They did more for Infinity on High. <laughs> I'll join you. Okay, I will. I will listen to American Beauty, American Psycho, but n knowing just the singles, like it's it's highest is not their best. Straight up, like it's not good. Boy, I put it underneath. I can't see what it is because it's so small. But I, I would put it underneath, like underneath, save rock and roll. But that, like, is yeah, that orange. Enjoyable. Can. It's like enjoyable. Yeah, it's enjoyable. <sighs> and I will let you do it because I haven't you, listened to the whole thing. I'll, there I'll, I'll is a lot of songs on there that are like on my like workout playlist that I listen to very, very often and frequently, and have for the last few years. And they are it's that type of energy it's like let's get hyped up for the party and let's get hyped up for our workout energy <laughs> for me fine lizzie's silently fuming about mania yeah, absolutely. Well, let's make her uh loudly fume about mania lizzie all right explain where you want it just explain it hey listener guess what we got merch in our store emosocialclub.com slash merch you can check it out now we got some tank tops for the summer uh, we got a new new metal logo, a new new metal logo, go go go, and it's uh, it's kind of a '90s new metal vibe that also comes in a tank top, and we got a tank top that says "Sun's out, stay inside," which you know you're emo, you don't go out in the sun, it's bright and it's hot. EmoSocialClub.com/store, check them out, get them. All purchases go to help us just make more merch, get more cool stuff. You're helping us out. We're helping you out. Going off your sleeves. Going off your arms if you don't want sleeves. Check it out. EmoSocialClub.com slash store. All right. Guys. Explain, explain Mania to us. Explain why we should like Mania. Much love to you, Allie. See you later. Bye, Allie. I think because, like Lindsay said, it is experimental. It's so much more experimental and out of the box than what everybody's used to for Fall Out Boy. I want to say this is going to be a hot fucking take. It's going to be a hot fucking take. If you compare it across all these albums that are here on the screen, Mania, obviously they're not like saying goodbye or going away. Is there fully a do? They're modern fully a do. In terms of, I went so far, I went, I strayed away from the norm. Lyrically, similar. If you listen to a lot of those lyrics, they fucking hurt you. They hurt you. You listen to Foley, those lyrics fucking hurt you, decimate you. Now, will I agree, Vim? 
I, I'm going to say, I don't like expensive mistakes. I don't like it, Wilson. I don't like it. They played that at the Wrigley Field headline show. I did ask pulled my phone said, I can't. I'm like, can this end? Could we have, you know, put Homie Tighter Don't into, into this? Homie Tighter Don't, it's a fucking banger of a song that is not recognized enough, first of all. Young and Menace, it is like, the, they were, that was their first single that came off of it. People don't talk about it. They created this other like crazy purple llama universe, which I thought was kind of silly. But if you listen to the lyrics of Young and Menace, it like encapsulates a lot of the stuff that like we felt, but now we're grown up and we look back on it a lot. And I think a lot of people don't listen to the lyricism in it as they do the other Fall Boy workers because it does sound so different. But now if you listen to Sunshine Riptide and you say you hated it, but you went to listen to almost any other rap or emo rap song now, and you said you liked it, then that's just you not being open to what Fall Out Boy can be and now is and may continue to be. I like Heaven's Gate more. Young and Menace is dubstep 10 years after dubstep ended. You still listen to dubstep though? I did. You know when I listened to it? Before Fall Out Boy did it. Like... Hmm. A band that's trying to do full band dubstep 10 years later, not good. Now, will um, I say live? Because they tried to play it live. Mm -hmm, one at the Wrigley mm -hmm, Show and sure also did. at House of Blues. Mm -hmm. Was not great mm -hmm. live yeah. at all. So they wrote it a song that they can't play live. live. That's good. Good for them. But it's a good uh, song if well, you listen to the lyrics of it. I, If I listen to the lyrics of it, and the music still has a dubstep drop, I'm out. It doesn't matter. Like, I could read lyrics. I don't need to hear a dubstep drop to read lyrics. Uh, Pete Wentz wrote, as part of a chorus, I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker color. He literally put a meme as the lyrics to a song. I'm out. Cut. They've done that with a lot of things. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. It's bad. It's not good. It's not. It's good. The highest I can give you is not their best. The highest. Like, and I'm bargaining. I do not like Mania <laughs> at all. At I need all. you to go re-listen to it with American Beauty, American Psycho. Oh, my God. Yeah, Wilson is a meme song. It would be like how Weezer came out. Like, they just started being the meme band. Like, Wilson is that. I can't go higher than that. Lizzie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't. Like, it's not. It's not their best. Like, there are. It's it's their reflection album. It's like we are adults. We're yeah. doing what we want because fuck it. We have the money. We have the notoriety. You're gonna listen to us and come to our fucking shows, either but, way, and you know it. You all know it. You all know it. So, if we're comparing a Fall Out Boy to post 2015, no, Weezer, we're in terrible. bad shape. <laughs> It's, I think, like, I was thinking this the other day about Hello Mega and, like, uh, Blink-182 and all this, and I was talking with Kieran about it a bit, and it's like, you know that people are going to buy your albums, you know people are going to go to your shows, you know all this, but, like, we know that, like, the Blink-182 record, you know, 9 wasn't good. We know that, like, they haven't released their best shit in you know, on these new records with, uh, with Skiba, Jonathan Man producing and, and Skiba. We know that everything they did beforehand was better. Uh, we know 
that uh, Alkaline Trio is better than everything Skiba's done with with them. Yes. So, like, to me, Blink-182 making this music and then going to play a show where they don't play any of their new shit or, like, mostly don't focus on their new shit and only play their old shit means that, like, they don't need to make this record. Like, there's no art behind it. It's just... I'm trying to make more pop songs and I'm trying to put out a record. I understand the idea of like, I want to try something. I want to do something different. I want to uh, actually, Lindsay, I think you are making my point here. I think Fall Out Boy released it because that was what they wanted to say. Good or bad, right or wrong, win or lose. They did it for art. Yeah, sure. And that's fine. And if people don't like it, I'm sure Fall Out Boy doesn't really give a shit, but I certainly do think that like, if somebody heard that, they would go, yeah, maybe this could be stronger. And it's only because we're comparing, and I mean, that's what we're doing for the tier list right now. We're comparing it to everything else they've done. We're not comparing it in a vacuum of there is no other Fall Out Boy. This is their first thing. I think if you heard Fall Out Boy for the first time, their first record was Mania. I think you'd be like, eh. Like, I don't think you would like it in the same way that you do because it's the Fall Out Boy that still made all the other records on here. And I think that's what sucks. Because, I mean, they don't have to just remake Take This to Your Grave. They don't have to remake From Under the Cork Tree. They could, and they'd make a bunch of money, but they don't have to. At the and same they don't really time, want to at the same time. Yeah, at the same time, you, you, you could try to do something like bridging the gap between the two. You don't have to remake it, but you could also make it closer. Uh, they're bad at judging what will be popular, especially when Patrick is given more power. Patrick is. Patrick and Pete are the ones who yeah. really took, took it. Joe and really Andy are just like mania. Joe and Andy can write, but they write. I mean, I do think they should be writing more because the shit that they write for like the other shit, you know, uh, 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 damn things is like, yeah, I love that. You're metal kids. You're hardcore kids. Keep putting that in there. There's a reason that Thriller is the best opener. It starts off with a fucking like triplet chug. You gotta have that because you gotta go back to your roots. This feels like they're forgetting their roots and they're trying to make stadium rock and they're they're not doing a good job of it. But that's like where they branched off to. Like again, if we didn't have Foley, if we just whatever, Foley doesn't exist in an alternative universe. Sure. They never broke up hypothetically. They would have jumped straight then into say rock and roll. And American Beauty, American Cycle, way quicker. Now, would that have meant Mania probably would have come out? Probably not. They would have kept with that stadium rock. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You want to sacrifice an S-tier album like Foley to get rid of Mania? No. Well, I mean, uh... Lindsay says the way mania was received has discouraged them from writing during the pandemic. They refused to write over zoom and mania was basically written over zoom. It good. But like, I also have this theory that bands should not be afraid to release bad music. I don't think they need to make it an album. I think you could like put out some singles and try them out and see how people receive them. And if fall boy really doesn't have an idea of like, what is going to be popular? I think they could at least understand that. Like, you got popular off of a genre that is still very popular. There are emo nights. There are a bunch of like nostalgia shit. I know of one that we're all watching right now, but it's, it's like, why, why would you make this in that vacuum? And then understand that like a lot of people are not a huge fan of it, especially core fans, especially 
older fans are not a fan of what you've made and like just kind of keep running on it like the 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 experience that people got from hell omega and i'm assuming it's the same as like the wrigley uh show like all the songs from from under the cork tree and uh infinity on high and take us to your grave went off like they close yeah. with saturday still because they know that it's it, it's the best thing that they've ever done. Yeah. They know it's the best thing they've ever done. Mania walks the Lake Effect Kid could run. That EP was uh, that EP with Lake Effect Kid on it. That was the only good song. The other two songs were fucking awful. Wow. Awful. awful. Didn't you want to know how much Patrick Sump loves Chicago? I yeah, because you don't live here. <laughs> like, oh, we love Chicago. So we release a like they know that they have been out of Chicago for so long that if they don't they release wanna, a record, they want to let you know that they are know. still it is still in our hearts. That's the thing about Chicago, dude. Like, if you, he still owns property. Okay, I Lindsay. Believe, now yeah. I'm going to call him a landlord. You don't want me to do that. Patrick Stump is a landlord. Stop. If you, if you are from Chicago and you move out of Chicago and you're living like in LA especially I think anything in California and you're like hey we're gonna come uh we're gonna come back to uh, Chicago play a show at Wrigley Field it's like okay and then they're like well we want to make sure everybody in Chicago knows that we're still from Chicago and we still love Chicago and then Green Day just comes in and goes yeah we're playing here <laughs> like yeah they said hey, guys guess what be Green Day man like Green Day did not play any of their new album from what I understood at Hell Omega. No, they didn't. Because it's not a good record from what I've heard as well. I haven't listened to it because everybody said it's a bad record. So why wouldn't fall? Like, like I understand the interest of a band to not just rely on all your old shit. They clearly know that all their old shit is the best shit that they've done. And they clearly know that everybody wants to hear all the old shit. That's not something you're going to change in your audience. So why do you want to like? Well, I feel like Green Day has had a lot longer to become the band that they are, and they are more theatrical. They are much more like across the board than I feel Fall Out Boy is. Because you can listen to Green Day and be like, "Yeah, it's Green Day. Everybody likes these different things." I'm sorry, I'm getting Texas uh, Roadhouse right (laughs) now. Um, we got to wrap up this argument soon. It's already 10. We're not going to do the third tier list. I don't think tonight. No, we are not going to be able right, to. I still, have to read a whole, I still have to read a whole chapter for tomorrow and teach it to children. Yeah, we're going to. Anyway, we're going to end this argument soon. But first, we're going to go back and forth and get this out. Get this done. Yeah. Get it on record. Anyway, for Green Day, I feel like Green Day has been around so much longer that they know and they've curated and become that like for sure prominent household name. Like, if you listen, they basically play the entirety of American Idiot, broken up, honestly, mm-hmm. except for, yeah. like, Give Me no- Novocaine, um, which is a fucking great song. And yeah. what's her name? Yeah. Um, But they used to be such, like, a politically motivated band, but they also realized if they were to do that nowadays, they would isolate their audience. Fall Out Boy is not that, has never been that. They've never really isolated their audience because they've been pretty streamlined down the middle, haven't really said much, but we can assume. But when they do go do their shows, they know that people want it as like a traditional old school way, but they also know where they came from. They know their roots 
and they know that where they are now they have to keep growing or they're going to get pigeonholed and then they're going to fall behind again and they're going to be into that like oh my god the 20 year anniversary tour of whatever album and it sounds like it's that's not what they necessarily want to do and if they kept trying to subscribe to that and just tore off of those songs only that's what they would become and if they try to come out with anything new you know, if they went that route, people wouldn't want to hear it to begin with. People do want to hear Mania. That's the thing. People still want to hear Mania, whether you like it or not. If they didn't put out Mania, if they didn't put out American Beauty, people would still want to say, I mean, they still do, but they would say it wholeheartedly more in abundance if they didn't keep growing. Now, could their next album be something more old school? Absolutely. Could it be something more like emo rap? Yeah, and we've heard that they can do that. They can start off the basics of it and go from there. And if they make an emo rap album, hypothetically, I don't know Fall Out Boy's life like that. (laughs) If they did it, you bet, you bet your fucking ass. With everything going around right now, people would fucking love it. Uh, And Lindsay added in the chat, I want to go a good moment here, dude. I love this argument because it's all about like musicians now. Uh, Lindsay said, Patrick said years ago that he wants to be allowed to make new music in his fifties. So he wouldn't need to play the same stuff they were popular for from his teen years. So I get that. But I think one of the biggest problems with um, rock music in general is the same issue with like Foo Fighters and, uh, uh, all of these like legacy acts that are always um, that are always playing the festivals, always doing the same like shows, always like the big names, but there's no one new in the rock scene allowed to get into these, these higher echelons. Uh, When the 2005, like kind of boom of like pop punk emo rock hit, it got uh, an opportunity for for bands like Mike Hem and Fall Out Boy and Panic to like rise to that level. Paramore too, I'd say. Yeah. Um, they 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 were able to rise to that level and be bands that now are legacy bands. But I also think that like there needs to be room for there needs to be room for new artists. A so new music sure new artists yes uh on the other hand i don't think that it's a bad thing to be like we are going to do our our old shit we're gonna go on that 10-year reunion i don't know why there is such a like negative thought around that i don't know why bands don't want to do that i don't know like yeah it's a cash grab maybe but like dude, you've been around for like a long time. Like whatever you're doing now is not going to necessarily ego or uh, not necessarily going to equal the same thing you did in the past. Like you're only going to make money at a certain point. Like that's your goal. So why worry about how it makes you feel, I guess like you can create music for any reason at any time for anybody. You don't have to make it, to be like, I'm going on tour. We're going to promote this new record. And I don't know. It, it seems like everybody's still like stuck in the same cycle of shit that they've done in the past. And they're not realizing that like people want that new thing. People either want like new pop, new hip hop, new rock that's infused with pop and hip hop. And then, uh, then they want like nostalgia shit. Then they just want like the old shit, especially like, 
when I was growing up, it was it was I was a fan of Motley Crue. I was a fan of Guns N' Roses. I was a fan of like older bands that I never got to see. So it's like, oh, shit, like, you know, Motley Crue's actually doing a tour. And then I look at them and I go, oh, that's a bunch of goopy old dudes. I don't want to see that shit. And like, that's 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 what I worry would happen. Right. It's like you're basically just goopy old dudes. So now I'm like going out and checking out like goopy old fallout boys. Right. I feel like just just like, I don't know, like whatever your audience wants you to do, just do it. But also like they are so individually successful make money on their own terms that this is definitely now their passion project so they can do whatever they want yeah and and that's also fair and people don't have to like it and uh people don't have to buy tickets to the show i guess and it's all it's all but cyclical, everyone's still but, gonna do it yeah i mean they will there will people are still will, gonna show up because yeah. they're gonna say oh, i'm still gonna hear these old bangers that i yeah. love and yeah and, you are and especially a show like like hella mega where you're seeing like three giant bands that all have bangers like absolutely even joe wants to only do yes ball boy if it's fresh yeah i get it like he has damn things he has other projects he can do whatever he wants to um anyway let's wrap it up about mania we've at least like put all like now that we've had all of our thoughts out there on the record on a pod on twitch on recording like we got that shit right so we are set um can we put it in not your not their best or do you want to put it up to enjoyable i would say enjoyable underneath american beauty american psycho so nothing is Yeah, Ball Boy hasn't made a bad uh, album. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, I hurt inside. I hurt internally. You should. You should. All right. You deserve it. All right. That is our tier list. Top two. Take this to your grave. Fully ado. Absolutely. Uh, second tier. Art tier. From Under the Cork Tree. Infinity on High. Save Rock and Roll. An enjoyable tier. C tier. American Beauty. American Psycho and Mania. There we go. Oh, guys, we did it. We absolutely did it. We did. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. I hope that you agree with our takes. Again, if you uh, enjoy the audio version, the you might also version. enjoy the uh, the video version. It's it's literally but the same. You see the expressions. You see the finger pointing. You see the a little mm-hmm. pop up in chairs. It adds to it. Like what if? What if you were concerned that in our voices we were like mad at each other, but like in our in our emotions we're like smiling and like had you know like clearly not mad yeah. at each other? So if you're worried that we're mad at each other, no, we, we were not. Brian we and were, I hung out we the entire weekend. Basically, we are more than fine. <laughs> yeah, like I was hurt on the inside, but I wasn't oh going to let it express God, on the outside. Brian. You know. Again, if you love this episode, make sure to rate, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, also check out the action adventure, uh, video we put out on YouTube. I'm sure if you're checking out this video on YouTube, you're also, you know, watching that one. Cause it's real good. Uh, we will be back next. Well, we'll be back tonight. Well, we actually will be here tonight. Yeah. Tonight we have a recording tonight over on emosocialclub.tv and find us there. And, uh, yeah, for me and Lizzie, uh, I'm Lizzie. I'm Brian. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Podcast. bestie. <laughs> Podcast. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, fuck yeah, dude.
great time. <laughs> Having a good time. All right, I guess nonsense.